Friends, how's everybody doing this morning? Hopefully you're doing well. It's been a rainy weekend, has it not? Really, really, really rainy and uh, really wet out there. Some of the projects I was hoping to accomplish over the weekend, I got one of them partly accomplished, but another one that I uh, uh, was uh, wanting to get to, I don't know that I'm going to get to till spring now because my yard is awfully wet and uh, but we're making progress. It's all good. Uh, how about you? Uh, leaves are coming down in droves now. And, uh, uh, you know, winter is uh, not that far away, friends. Not that far away at all. And I hate saying that. <clears throat> I know that we're only partway through through the month of October here. Uh, but winter is coming. And uh, for those, many of us live here in Maine or New England, and we will have uh, have snow soon enough. So uh, uh, anyway, this week, uh, I'm definitely here today. Obviously, I'm here. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'll be here tomorrow, uh, and I'll be here Wednesday morning. 
Uh, there is some question whether I'll broadcast on uh, Thursday morning or not. Uh, I'm going to try to, but I will let you know on Wednesday just exactly how the plan is working out. We'll be traveling uh, away, to going to Tennessee, actually, and uh, <clears throat> maybe I'll even see a, what the situation is like there. Let you know once I get there whether I'll do any broadcasting down there. It'll be much more simple than what I have currently, but uh, I will let you know about that. Hey, we're in First uh, Corinthians chapter 7. We've been working our way through through this, and uh, I'm going to take us uh, take us into First Corinthians chapter seven. Uh, we may finish this out this morning. Uh, we'll see. Let me uh, let me pull it up. We're going to begin at verse seventeen. Some of this we looked at before, uh, and uh, we're going to come back to it here again today. It says, nevertheless, uh, each of you should ret- retain the place in life the Lord has assigned to him and to which God has called him. Uh, this is the rule I lay down in all the churches. Now, some of this is recap. Paul is speaking to the the, the married and to the single. Uh, and we remember what Paul said. He said, if, if you're able to stay single, stay single, uh, because you can keep your focus more on Christ in singleness than you can in marriage. Because in marriage, you have the concern of how to um, take care of your spouse, how to meet their needs, how to meet them where they are. So uh, that that kind of divides your interests some. So if you're single, stay single. But if you're married, you need to be taking care of your spouse. And then also, what about the question about getting divorced? Uh, Paul says, don't get divorced uh, stay in the situation. If a non-believer wants to leave, let them leave. Now, does this mean that there are not, never, ever circumstances uh, in which we should say a divorce is all right? You know, I, I, I am one actually as a pastor that uh, sometimes would say, yes, I think divorce is the appropriate step to take. However, uh, that's rare. However, that isn't that isn't something we should run to. Uh, I think in situations of abuse, I think in situation, especially if if help is sought or if the the abusing party doesn't want to uh, seek out help, can't acknowledge that they have a problem and they're physically abusive, mentally, emotionally abusive. Uh, now, I I do have friends uh, who would say who would disagree with me on that point. Uh, they would say, well, the only, really, the only reason the Bible gives for divorce is, uh, unfaithfulness in the marriage. Uh, and even then, some would say, well, they are unfaithful. You just get a divorce. That's what you do. And, and, and no, God's call in marriage is that we do everything we can to work things out. We do everything we can to preserve the marriage. That is the will of God is that marriages be preserved and, and, you know, you can't change your spouse, but you can change yourself. And so take a look in the mirror and ask, what do you need to change? Now, let's go back into the text because all this factors into what we're looking at here. Uh, and, and it's a further study that we could do about, you know, what are the grounds for divorce? Are there grounds for divorce? Jesus said, yes, uh, in, in the law, Moses made provision for divorce 
He says, however, that is only because of the hardness of your own heart. So even there, Jesus goes back behind the curtain and says, what's the situation of your heart? In your heart, you need to stay, uh, you, you need to work within your heart and, and deal with, with what's going on in your heart and, and try all you can to preserve the marriage and to ask yourself, what about you needs to change uh, if you're in a more difficult marriage? So anyway, let, let's get back into the text here and work our way through. Nevertheless, each one of you should ret- retain the place in life the Lord has assigned to him and to which God has called him. This is the rule I lay down in all the churches. And then he uses the illustration about there was a man already circumcised and he's called. He should not become uncircumcised. Now, why does he say that? Because in that day, some of the Jewish believers were saying that, uh, uh, you know, if, if Gentiles became Jews and male Gentiles became Jews, then, then they needed to be circumcised. And that's why he's bringing this issue up. In our day, we, we, we don't think about this. It's not something, but especially in that day or in a Jewish culture, especially in the culture into which uh, Paul was speaking, where you had the, the, the uh, disparate Jews, the, the Jews who were scattered, and uh, some of them had become believers, but they would say to their Gentile counterparts who are also becoming believers, look, if you're going to follow the Lord, you need to be circumcised as well. And, and Paul rejects that. That's what he says here. Was a man already circumcised? He should not become uncircumcised. You can't become uncircumcised. Was a man uncircumcised when he's called? He should not become circumcised. Circumcision is nothing and uncircumcision is nothing. Keeping God's commands is what counts. Now, verse 19 is a very interesting uh, interesting verse because uh, he talks about keeping God's commands. He, he talks about doing things in the ways that God wants us to do them. And, and what is the command that God has for us? That command is that we would believe on Jesus. That is the command that he brings to the fore in what he's talking about here. That is, you know, and to ask yourself, are you living for the Lord? If each of us look in the mirror and if each of us look within our hearts, if each of us look within the patterns of our lives, the question that we would be able to answer is whether or not we are living for the Lord. And you know that. You know what's wrapped up in your mind. You know what's wrapped up in your activities. You know what's wrapped up in your um, uh, in your schedule, uh, in your finances, all these things, in your service to the Lord. Uh, you know what you're doing. So verse 19 he says, uh, keeping God's command is, what's count, is what counts. Each one should remain in the situation in which he was uh, when God called him. Uh, were you a slave when you were called? Don't let it trouble you. Although if you can gain your freedom, do so. I mean, even here, Paul doesn't uh, speak out against slavery. But what he does say is if you're a slave, don't try to escape because you're now a Christian. If you're a Christian and you're a slave, uh, don't don't you know? Don't let it bother you. However, if there's opportunity in a in a uh, an appropriate way to gain freedom, do so. Now, this gets into a conversation about slavery in our day. Is there slavery in our day? I I do believe globally there is slavery in our day. There's certainly a slavery in the sex trades. And people who are put into bondage in, in sex trafficking and all of those things. 
Uh, and if a person can get their freedom, they should certainly do so. Uh, but then he goes into verse 22 and says, uh, For he who was a slave when he was called by the Lord is the Lord's free man. There are there are our external circumstances, and there is the internal circumstance. I mean, you can read so much in Job. You can read so much in the book of uh, the, the Psalms uh, about some of the situations that those writers or those individuals uh, found themselves and what did they do? Um, they continued calling upon the Lord. It isn't about the externals necessarily, although it is. I don't want to minimize our suffering. I don't want to minimize illness. I don't want to minimize financial struggling. I don't want to minimize any of those things. I don't want to minimize relational conflicts. I mean, life is hard. In fact, I just posted something on uh, Instagram this morning, TikTok this morning, and on, uh, it should have went to Facebook as well, uh, a verse out of Psalm 55, uh, verse 22, about casting our cares on the Lord. Uh, That's what we need to do in our circumstances. But there is much more about the interior of self than the exterior circumstances in which we find ourselves. Uh, If our heart is right, if our mind is right, if we are reliant upon the Lord, we can face anything. Uh, And I think that's what Paul is getting at here in these verses. If you you are free on the inside, no one can... No one can make you a prisoner internally. You can allow yourself to become a prisoner internally. Uh, sorry, I've got... You ever get a little hair in your mouth? Okay, there, we're good. It says, you were bought at a price. Do not become slaves of men. Brothers, each man is responsible to God to remain in the situation God has called him. So um, he's speaking about marriage. He's speaking also about slavery. He speaks about circumcision. He speaks about all these different things. Uh, if you're slave, don't don't try to get out of your uh, enslavement. If you are, uh, and some of you would say, no, yeah, that's marriage, all right. Marriage is certainly slavery. I can hear some of you thinking that type of thing, or at least the joke of it. You know, there are three rings in marriage, don't you? There's the engagement ring, there's the wedding ring, and there's suffering. That is, uh, that's the joke that some people tell. Uh, but marriage is a wonderful gift. But you have to work at it. It doesn't come easily to most of us. Some people happen upon marriages where, where it goes rather smoothly and rather easily, and uh, you have a grand time. Uh, most of the rest of us really do have to work at it. Verse 24, he said this, Brothers, each man as responsible to God should remain in the situation God called him to. Now, he's going to get speaking about the the unmarried and the widows uh, here in this section. So let me uh, adjust the screen, and we will take a look at this next section. Uh, And and there are some curious things that he has to say in here. Now about virgins, I have no command from the Lord, but I give a judgment as one who by the Lord's mercy is trustworthy. In other words, he's saying, look, you can trust me. What I have 
I really believe comes from the Lord. He says, because of the present crisis, I think it is good for you to remain as you are. Now, what is the present crisis? The crisis he is talking about is the dispersion uh, of of the Jewish people. He is talking about the crisis of uh, what is happening uh, geopolitically. Uh, in that day, I mean, geopolitics is nothing new. It, it's always been going on. And he's looking at the situation and saying there is a crisis taking place geopolitically. And uh, I, you need to remain where you are in the situation that you are in uh, because of the tenseness. Now, the other thing that is true in, in, in Paul's uh, day here that he's talking about is, I mean, they really did believe the Lord was going to return rather quickly. Uh, and I would say we should have the same view. We should take the same position that the Lord can return at any time. Now we're not in the crisis. Now, if if you were living in if you were living in Israel, uh, if you were living in that Palestinian section known as Gaza, or I mean other places, there is more fighting Syria uh, over by the West Bank, Hezbollah. Uh, some of those other entities. I mean, Israel is 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 a hotbed of uh, uh, of trouble right now, and in this situation, in the trouble that they're in, uh, Paul would be saying to them, in the present crisis. Now, we might think we're not in a crisis. However, maybe we are in a crisis. Uh, I some of the things I listen to podcast wise or the short little clips that I listen to news things and whatnot other other people's commentaries talking about the cost of things and and, and how expensive it's become and talking about uh, inflation and home cost and food cost and utility cost and gasoline cost now gas prices have come down some but but you know uh, our money doesn't go as far as it used to for many different reasons and I'm not going to get into all of the uh, uh, those di- different aspects of things uh, about money and about inflation and about politics and so on but in some senses I think we're also in a crisis we're, we're in a crisis of truth uh, in America we're in a crisis uh, uh, governmentally I think I think we are in America. We're a mess. We, we, we can't function. And, and you have people who are grandstanding uh, in the Republican Party currently. Uh, and we haven't had a Speaker of the House for, what, three weeks, a month now. It's, it's been going on, and they can't seem to get one. And it, it, what if a war were to happen and, and we our, our government is in now, it might not be in the disarray that some governments in some countries, but still, it is in a measure of of disarray. And uh, if if things really ramped up, let's say our our ship Gerald Ford were to be attacked over in the Mediterranean, uh, now we're in war, real war, uh, uh, present crisis. And so Paul says, in light of the present crisis, to remain as you are let's continue on it says are you married don't seek a divorce are you unmarried do not look for a wife but if you do marry you haven't sinned he's not saying it's sinful it's not like it's a a, a law don't get married um and, and he says if a virgin marries she is not sinned um 
Now, speaking about virgins, I mean, that that's the situation God would want us to be in when we get married. Uh, we live in a day and age where people say, well, we'll live together. We're, we're going we're gonna to take it for a spin before we buy it, like buying a car. You know, well, we're going to try it out and see if this works. That isn't God's system. That isn't God's way. Now, it may make sense by some human standard, but it is not the way of God. And so... He speaks to the virgin, and if the virgin marries, and in that day, they still upheld, uh, at least from a Judeo and uh, early Christian view, the uh, the significance of uh, being in that circumstance when married, a, a virgin circumstance, that was something that, that still was commendable. And I would say even today should be commendable, and yet it becomes the joke uh, uh, in so much of culture. If a virgin marries, she is not sinning. He's just taking for granted uh, Christians or, or, or Jewish people that they remain virgins. If you get married, he's saying, look, what I'm saying in, in what I'm writing to you is not saying if you marry, it's a sin. He's, he's wanting to clarify it's not a sin. But then he does say this in verse 28. But those who marry will face many troubles in this life, and I want to spare you this. Now, what types of troubles? I mean, there, there are the types of troubles that... Uh, uh, what about your spouse uh, being killed? Uh, you, you're, you're living in Israel, uh, or you're living in a part of the world that's a, a powder keg. Uh, you're, you're living in Ukraine. You're living uh, in places like that. There are those types of trouble that you might face. But also, I think most of us who are married would say, you know, marriage does bring a certain amount of trouble with it. And... Uh, the burden for our kids. I, you talk to people who say, you know, I, I don't know about uh, raising kids in, in, in this day. You know, some say, I'm glad I don't have grandkids because look at the world they're coming into. They said that at World War One. They said that at World War Two. Uh, they said it at different times along the way. And, and yes, there will be trouble and, and, and tribulation will come. And Paul is saying, look, if you're unmarried, you are spared some of that burden. He goes on and says, what I mean, brothers, is this, verse 29, the time is short. From now on, those who have wives should live as if they had none. Now, if you take this to heart, he's not saying go out and be sexually uh, uh, engaged with, with others. He's not saying that. Uh, and also what he's not saying, he's, he's not saying to uh, reject and ignore your spouse. Earlier on in this very passage, this very chapter, he talked about fulfilling our marital responsibilities to one another. Um, but what he's saying is we, we need to understand how short the time is, and we need to to live as, as though the Lord can return at any time and, and with, with great spiritual impetus and great spiritual passion verse 30 says those who mourn as if they did not those who are happy as if they were not those who buy something as if it was not theirs to keep those who use the things of this world as if not engrossed to them for this world in its present form is passing away to hold on to the things of this world lightly um What's going on in the world, what's going on in the inside, what's going on in your circumstance, realize that in the light of eternity, 
uh, it's all going to change. And so we, we view, we face eternity. Let's continue on. Verse 32, uh, I would like you to be free from concern. An unmarried man is concerned about the Lord's affairs, how he can please the Lord. But a married man is concerned about the affairs of this world, how he can please his wife. And his interests are divided. This is truth. An unmarried woman or a virgin is concerned about the Lord's affairs. Her aim is to be devoted to the Lord in both body and spirit. But a woman, a married woman is concerned about the affairs of this world, how she can please her husband. And I, I cannot stress enough our responsibility at, at pleasing our spouse, our, our husband, our wife, taking care of each other. That is a God-given responsibility. Verse 35, he says, I'm saying this for your own good, not to restrict you, but that you may live in a right way in undivided devotion to the Lord. If anyone thinks he's acting properly toward the virgin he is engaged to, and if he's getting along in years and feels yet to marry, he should do as he wants. He is not sinning. They should get married. Now, now this, this is what Paul is saying is this. In light of all the verbiage about uh, you know not getting married, He's, he's trying to emphasize the fact that he is not saying that if you get married, it's a sin. He, he's clarifying everything that he's saying here, and it's not a sin to get married. Uh, and in verse 36, when he says, if anyone thinks he's acting improperly toward the virgin he's engaged to, and, and by this, what he's saying improperly, by saying, no, let's not get married, let's not get married, let's not get married, let's not get married, and the fact that she's still a virgin indicating that they're not sexually active. And she, he keeps saying, let's not get married, let's not get married, let's not get married. And if you think you're acting improperly by holding her at bay, then go ahead and get married. Uh, and it says if she's getting along in the years, you, you ought to marry. He should do as he wants. He is not sinning. They should get married. Paul is clarifying the fact that this is not a sinful thing to do. Verse 37, we're going to finish this chapter out, uh, says this, The man who has settled the matter's own mind, who is under no compulsion, but has control over his will, and who has made up his mind not to marry the virgin, this man also does the right thing. If you can say, well, we shouldn't get married, uh, you're doing the right thing. You may set her free. So then he who marries the virgin does right, but he who does not marry her does even better. I mean, if you're able to keep yourself single... He is saying singleness is a good thing. And, and we think just the opposite. We think uh, being being poor single people. Well, no, uh, poor married people. It says a, a woman is bound to her husband as long as he lives, but if her husband dies, she is free to marry anyone she wishes. But he must belong to the Lord. If you're a believer, you should marry a believer. That's, that's what it's saying. In my judgment, she is happier if she stays as she is single, uh, and I think I, too, have the Spirit of God. And he's saying, I, I think, that, you know, I, I have wisdom from God on these matters and that what I have said to you is something that is worthwhile and uh, that, uh, uh, that that you can abide by uh, what I've taught you here because it is uh, it is truth. What I would say is, Keep yourself focused on the Lord. If you're married, try to serve the Lord in marriage. If you're married, uh, do as the Lord would want you to do as a married person and, and, and treat your spouse with love and kindness and respect and fulfill each other's needs. 
if you're not married and able to stay unmarried, stay unmarried, but serve the Lord. Uh, if if you're along in years and you're not married and you wish to marry, uh, marry a believer. And and this is what he said in verse thirty nine when he said, uh, "But she must belong to the Lord. Uh, if her husband dies, she's free to marry anyone she she wishes." But he must belong to the Lord. And there's other teaching about should you marry a divorced person? Is it adulterous? So on and so forth. We're not going to get into all that. The, the text here doesn't get into all that. Those are things that are weighty that you must wrestle through uh, in your own heart. But I would tell you that if if you're a person that has this deep sense of loneliness and God gives you the opportunity to marry, uh, marry. But marry a person who is a believer, uh, because what will happen is uh, they they will now cause you to be even more divided uh, in your interest in the things of the Lord. If you marry another believer, at least the two of you, you're gonna you're gonna want to worship together. You're gonna want to give together. You're gonna want to serve together. You wanna you're gonna want to play Christian music in your home together. You're gonna want to read the Bible in your home, uh, in all these different things, whereas if you marry a non-believer, they might be put off with that. In fact, I know of a situation here in the last maybe four years, it wasn't a marriage situation, but watched a man kind of walk away from the Lord because of the woman that was in his life. Now, I'm I'm not blaming the woman. She was a non-believer, but the man allowed himself into that circumstance and caused himself to begin to walk away from the Lord as a result. What should we do? We should serve the Lord. What should we do? Put the things of God first. What should we do? Uh, if we're married, care for our spouse, love our spouse, meet our spouse's need, but but keep this sense of uh, focus on God. If you're single and you can stay single, stay single. Uh, if if you're single and and you burn with passion, get married. Uh, if if you're single and older and in need of that companionship, and God gives the opportunity. Get married, uh, but get married to a, someone else who will also want to walk with and serve the Lord. Well, friends, uh, we've concluded chapter seven today. We'll get into chapter eight tomorrow. Uh, I want to wish you a fantastic day today uh, as you go out to uh, to serve the Lord uh, in whatever you do. So, Lord, hear a prayer. Help us. Uh, to, as Walter has said, celebrate Christ in our lives today, that we would live for you and glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day, friends. I'll see you again tomorrow.